Ladies and gentlemen, this is Soap Boxing Podcast, your main event of the evening. What's up guys, coach here. I want to encourage you to visit itrboxing.com for all the latest in boxing news, results, and interviews. My partner, Lukey, is a boxing insider who has access to camps, fighters, and coaches. He promotes the sport on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Search ITR Boxing everywhere and get inside the ropes with my main man, Lukey. Guys, Coach Derek here. I wanted to invite y'all to check out In the Ring with Christine, a podcast hosted by cut woman, media personality, and Olympic boxing coach Christine Lopez. In the Ring with Christine can be found on YouTube, Facebook, and Pottertron Network. It includes Women Crushing It Wednesdays, an all-women's panel discussing the previous week in boxing. Please like, subscribe, follow, and share. In the ring with Christine. How's it going, guys? This is Coach Derek. And it's your boy, Manny. You want to remind me? All right, cool, man. Say, uh, and some fighters say, well, I don't, I don't watch videos of the guy I'm fighting. I let, my, I let the coach watch it. This guy, one thing we know for sure about Wilder, you know, yeah, yeah, he hit you. This woman whooped the whole world twice. <laughs> the whole world. All right, bro. We live. We live like a motherfucker. Yo. D-Lo. We got, all right, we got here. We got Coach Renee uh, from Legions. We got Coach slash manager Doc Brown. And I just learned... He really ain't called Doc, but I ain't fucking know that. That's all I ever knowed him by. And then we got uh we got my man, bro, uh, who been riding with us in the podcast since like like episode fucking three or something. Uh D'Angelo Keys. What's going on, fellas? What up, brother? Hey man, I reached out. Uh I say, man, let me holler at D'Angelo, man. We we came up short in the fight Saturday, but I was, you know, I was privy enough to uh to call the fight, commentating, and uh, we had a good old time. The show was first class. It was the first time I seen, uh, you know, the uh, a co promotion between. I guess you would say the two biggest local promoters, right? That's fair to say, huh? They yeah, pack, that's uh, probably right. Yeah, they pack them in, man. And uh, main event Saturday night was my man, uh, uh, D'Angelo. 
King Keys versus Everson Garcia for the NABF uh, Super Featherweight title. Uh, I got the whole squad in here now, so let's run it, man. How, how, was we prepared? Were we not prepared? I don't know nothing. I don't know shit. I just was watching the fight. So, Well, well we, uh, had a, we had a successful camp, man. I mean, the camp went really, really well. The sparring partners were outstanding. Uh, the the training was great. Uh, uh, I would have to say that, man, the camp went better than we expected. D'Angelo came to fight, and he was in probably, he would have to uh, concur, but I believe that as long as I've been knowing him, even in the amateur days, uh, probably the best shape of his life. I want to say, I want to say when he walked, when he got in that ring, bro, it came, you know, came out of his shit. I, I said it on, on the mic. I said, Oh, that fucking D'Angelo look like an action figure, man. God damn, he's ready to fight. Yeah, I said it on the mic, yeah, man. I can see it. Not, not that, not that he ain't never in shape, but I could see he took this shit serious and got in immaculate condition physically. Uh, it was noticeable to me, you know, having a history with you guys. I could tell he don't put the fucking work in, man. We were yeah, that was three times a day, uh, six weeks. Man. Now I do know. Uh, before the fight, I do know because I think Doc told me that y'all took him up north, man. Y'all went to Detroit, right, for camp, right? Yeah, and that's and that's where Doc's from, right, Michigan. That, that is that is correct. Um, we trained in uh, uh, Tony Superbad Harrison's gym. I I kind of come up with his father. His father I'm a big fan of that dude, his, man. His father passed away, unfortunately, man. He was a really really cool brother. Uh, uh, they do so much for the community there. It's un unbelievable, man. And they welcomed us with open arms and um, uh, they really set it out for us. And we really, really, truly uh, felt like we were at home, too. You know, uh, what do you think, D'Angelo? How did they treat you? Yeah, I had, a, uh, I had one of the best camps I've ever had out there. Uh, like, like you said, we were working. They put us up on uh, everything they did. They invited us and everything, so I felt real welcome. And then just getting that, you know, that great work, that great sparring every day, uh, that really, that really helped push me too, because they, uh, they do a lot of things different over there, you know, just as preparing for a ten-round fight compared to maybe a four or six-round fight. I'm a uh, man. I can't tell you, you know, my. I'm a huge fan of that kid, Tony Harrison, man. So, uh, you know, I think I think personally, my personal opinion, I've never met him, right? I think he's one of the more educated fighters uh, active today. And I don't know if that comes from his, you know, solely from his father. I don't know because I don't know his background outside of just being from, from the boxing territory, right, of Michigan, but uh, Detroit. And... Uh, uh, I'm a big fan, man, and that's another thing I knew about y'all. I was going up there fucking with uh, Super Bad, man. I said, man, these boys are taking this shit serious, man. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, so, so did 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 they have a lot of uh, southpaws to work with? Was boys switching for you so they could you could get ready or what? Yeah, they actually had a lot. A lot of the dudes over there were southpaw, so I didn't I didn't have any problem getting any good work. Nice, nice. Doc, was you uh 
was the camp everything you was planning for? That's what, I mean, was it going the way we wanted or what? Everything went as planned and whatever we didn't have, we created, you know, um, from cooking ourselves to having other people uh, cook for us, the food, the training. You know, keep in mind, uh, Coach Renee, he's a Marine, so I'm Army. So we're, we're used to a lot of the physical training and stuff like that anyway. We were getting up early in the morning. What were you getting ready to say? Uh, uh, go ahead and take it, Renee. Uh, three times a day, the whole nine yards gone. Give them the rundown on how we worked it. Oh, yeah, man. We got up at, you know, 530 in the morning. Went out there, hit that hit that track. Noon, we was in the gym doing boxing and uh, spawning and doing whatever we had to do, Mitch. And then uh, guys got some sleep at 8 o'clock at night. We back doing physical training. And, uh, man, these guys worked, and they worked hard, you know. And uh, D'Angelo, was, he was there, you know. And uh, we did that every day. How know? long How long were y'all up there, man? Six weeks. About, about, about five six to six weeks. weeks. Oh, the whole yeah. camp. Y'all went up there for the camp. Y'all was yeah. up there. Yeah, we was down there. Everybody yeah. sacrificed. Everybody went out there. So uh, the conditioning was no question. The, 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 the boxing, we had – Everybody that was sparring with him was Southpaw, and they had some tough work. So it was nice. good. Great camp. What was the uh, – D-Lo, what was the biggest uh, uh, difference that you did for this camp as opposed to your previous camps? Uh, what was the, 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 the biggest noticeable difference for you? The, the noticeable difference was – you know, just taking it all the way seriously, having to, you know, sacrifice a lot of things. And then it puts you really in touch with, you know, you got to, you're making it your job. So when you're working out three times a day, it, it made me, it made, it made me real confident in my conditioning and everything like that, that I wouldn't get, I wouldn't get tired or anything like that. So as in camp wise, we did a lot of things different, you know. We uh, switched up training from night to, like we said, midday. We got uh, a nice long run-in or some sprints in the morning. And then we got our, um, our strength and conditioning as well at night. So we was always doing something, whether I wanted to or didn't want to. We was always doing something. So it really uh, put me in the best shape of my life. So that was now, a big difference. Now, every guy... Leading up to that bell, sitting there has has uh, anxieties and stuff, and y'all y'all run through your roller decks of what I didn't do, man. I, I how did you feel sitting in that ring waiting for that bell? Did you feel outside of the excitement, regular nerves? Did you feel like, nah, I'm ready, I'm ready, man? You didn't, or did you feel like, ah, I could have did this better or not better? Unconsciously is what I'm asking you. Coming coming into the fight. I was uh, 100% confident in my training, so I didn't, I didn't have a question about that. Mm -hmm. uh, as soon as I got during the during the fight, uh, I thought I was I was I had to switch it up a little bit, and which was I think was a mistake. But uh, I started trying to box a lot, and you know, get in, get hit, but not have to get too close, where we just get broken up or something. So. I tried to switch it like that. Watching the fight, I see that was a mistake, and it it kind of made me 
go too slow, winging on him and and trying too much to uh, land the perfect shot instead of you know going in and kind of off more and uh, just throwing something to get him tired. What was the what was the catalyst? Because from the outside of the ring, I'm gonna be honest with you, the way you came out, see, the way you came out, aggressive, you, uh, because before the knockdown, to me, you started waiting and made that adjustment like you wanted to box more. When I thought the pressure was working to me on the outside of the ring, and when I seen you kind of. I'm not even going to say you took off. I'm going to just say you changed tactics like you wanted to box a little bit. And I said, oh, no, 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 yeah. man. I'm thinking to myself, no, man, don't get this motherfucker space, man. But, uh, yeah. but that, that, watching, hey. watching that, I feel the same thing. I feel okay. like I was, I, was, I was boxing good, but after, uh, you know, when I was moving my head and stuff, uh, I wasn't coming back with anything. So it looked, it, was, it looked like just a lot of moving. Was he doing something? Like that. Was he doing something that made you uncomfortable to switch like that, or was just a what made you no, think? He, he 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 is good. He he's very crafty, mm. and when he does hit, he knows how to place your shot. So I didn't want to uh, walk in and get hit reckless recklessly, you know. I think so, the I, I think the knockdown punch was like one of them though. It was like a awkward ass, just silly ass punch. That you were standing yeah. right there. You got hit with the one you was trying not to get hit with, man, in the exchange. Well, no, nah, the, the thing is, I, I didn't see it coming. Right, uh, that motherfucker was I like. Thought, I thought we were about to get in a hold or something. And I, I get, I, watching it, I, I looked like I braced for that. And next thing you know, I got hit. And I was like, what, what the heck? What the, watching what's going this, on? Watching this kid, bro, uh, for the last couple fights and even commentating on uh, a couple once he finds his groove, bro, he's slick as snake shit, bro. That motherfucker slick now. He is he is awkward and slick once he finds that groove. But I thought you right. wasn't letting him groove early exactly. with that aggressive yeah. shit. With that aggressive shit, he wasn't even finding. He was too busy trying to back away from you. But, again, uh, I don't know how y'all prepare what you prepare for. But as an analyst, that's what I was seeing. And I thought it wasn't wise to start waiting. It wasn't wise. And I tell you what, yeah. and D'Angelo didn't even put half the pressure, or maybe he put half the pressure that D'Angelo was putting pressure on the Detroit dudes. He didn't put, he, he really, even when he started, D'Angelo didn't mash on him how he was supposed to mash on him. You know what I mean? Uh, we were just, just keep that pressure. That was the game plan, but uh, it just didn't work out that way, you know, but the game plan was just mashed on his ass, you know. What, what do you, what do you, what do you think, D'Angelo? After you watch the fight and analyze it, because I already had my own thought process. But what do you think actually took you out out of your rhythm? What do you think changed the game plan? Because the game plan you knew was now. Now we know you can box. We know that you've been working on on boxing for the past five fights. That you changed your. You change your tactic to where you 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 actually started boxing a lot better uh, from the first loss. You know that's when I kind of changed. Said you know you always come in straight in, so let's pick up our boxing skill. But in this particular fight, we didn't train for that. We trained for you to get in there and bang him up out of there. What do you think happened, man? 
So what I could say what I think happened on on my end, I think I definitely think uh I should have started going ten rounds sooner because that that was my first ten rounds and I feel like I had a lot uh a lot of gas in the tank still. So by the time by the time the fight was over I, and then watching it I felt like wow I got I could go another four or five rounds. Uh this is crazy. That's what that hey, that's what that waiting does. That's what that waiting does. At the end of the fight, you'll be like, Oh fuck. Yeah, man, you got prepared for 10 rounds, bro. Uh in fact, in fact, and here's your coaches, but let I'm a coach. Let me throw my little fucking two cents, right? In (laughs) fact, when you get clipped, which happens, everybody can get clipped, right? Now you don't right. have 10 rounds in you traditionally. You need to go for you need to go harder once you get your wits about you. Because now you don't know if you got the 10, right? So so the waiting, right. the waiting, I'm sure at the end of that fight, you felt like, oh fuck. Oh, I ran out of time. That's natural though, from yeah. when you especially you yeah. an action fighter. Or, you or, an action fighter. You want you to hold on. No, that's okay. Yeah, that was that was definitely I'm one of the uh I definitely paced myself a lot more than I usually do. And I think it, I think it's coming somewhere in between uh, me just getting the experience and not having you know as many amateur fights or as time to you know figure it out in a, in a sense. But uh, fighting ten rounds for the first time is it, nothing like four rounds. You can halfway train, halfway nothing, and you know still pull out a decent four rounds. But to go ten rounds and be mentally sharp the whole time and be physically sharp where none of your muscles are getting tired. None of you, all you can do is, you know, think and play a chess match. And Renee, so, uh, oh, go. My bad. I thought you were finished. Go ahead. Yeah, I feel like uh, he, he was a good chess match player, though. I think that's what threw, threw it off a little bit and it forced me to think a lot more than I'd usually have to. Uh, Renee, yeah. When I first met D'Lo and Doc, you know Doc was, if I'm not mistaken, Doc was head trainer and training him. You know he, he was in charge of all that. How long? How long had you been training D'Lo now? How many fights? How how, how much time? Man, it, it's been a while. What is it, Doc? Maybe last. I would four, say six to six six months to a year. Easy. Yeah, last. Yeah, it's been a minute. Uh, oh. me and Doc always talk and get together, and we he, he he's real busy, but he'll come in and we work on things and we'll talk about things. But uh, I've been working with him, uh, trying to get him on that bag leg a little bit, you know, uh, so he can see the stuff coming, uh, not getting caught with shit. You know, he was slipping. You know, he was back there. He was doing a lot of the right stuff, man. But D'Lo. He's gone eight rounds, but he's never actually gone eight rounds. He fought eight rounds, but he either finishes off the guys quick, you know. So that first ten rounds, I think it was more of a mental thing for him. Uh, can I do it? Even though he really knew he could. And then afterwards, he says, damn, man, I still got half a tank. And then, but, because uh, he, we was there, training camp was there, but he's never done it before. So I think that was a real expensive lesson well, yeah, that's what I'm about to say. Hindsight's 2020, bro. It's easy to say that now, but in the midst of the fight, 
Right. You know, you're dealing with you're dealing with press. You're dealing with a slick fighter. You're dealing with uh. Then we walked into one. You're dealing with that shit, making sure your shit straight so you can come out and, and bang out some more. It's a lot of shit going on in these fights, man. So it's imperative. And and listen, I I think what doesn't get said more more often than not, especially by technical technical trainers, I consider myself a a, a technical trainer, right? I think it don't get said enough. But even even that. It's gonna be some shit on the fly, bro. We gonna constantly have to adjust, constantly, because we're not in control of this other motherfucker, right? Hey, Derek. Hey, Derek. You know, I'm gonna tell you what we're not really talking about is the elephant uh, in the room, man. We gotta give Garcia credit, man. That oh, that, that fuck. I thought I gave him enough credit on the on the fucking commentary, hey, bro. I wasn't hey, shitting look, on that boy. Hey, look, he, didn't, <laughs> he didn't. He didn't. He didn't stand there and let D'Lo bang on him. His ass was no. moving. He no, was he, moving, boxing. Yeah, he, uh, he was sleep. He, he was he was putting on a performance for the audience. You know what I'm saying? He was a showman. You know he he you know and and that's something that Renee and I discussed with D'Angelo. We said, hey man, uh, part of this boxing is uh you know you have to be a showman. You have to impress the judges. You have to you know when if, if two people aren't doing anything, which you know a lot of times you know they had a lot of time off. He looked like he was winning the damn fight, even though he wasn't doing shit either. But at least he knows how to work the crowd. He knows how to work the judges. And, uh, you know, let's give him some credit because that guy actually, you know, he didn't stand there and bang it out with D'Angelo. And, and of course, you know, I have to mention, you know, that the referee kind of, you know, didn't play along with our plans either. You know, we were we were hoping we were hoping that, uh, you know, that he got a chance to because a lot of the. A lot of the sparring and a lot of the training, we were like, okay, break that free hand. Okay, work that free hand and we're, bang it out and, 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 and hit the arms, hit the elbow. You know, but the, the referee didn't allow none of that. And, they, hey, you know, some referees do allow it. Some don't as we find I was, I was, uh, I was so enveloped in the fight, right, following what's going on in the ring. Until somebody told me that the ref sent Doc to the dressing room, I didn't even fucking know that. Cause I'm sitting there watching the fight and shit, so I didn't even know that you and the ref had some fucking words. I didn't even know, bro. Well, I was so clued in on the fight. I said some things to the referee that I probably shouldn't have said. You know, I, I was, I felt that um, he was allowing the guy to hold him a little bit more than he should have. The guy should have been warned or me. You know, I mean, let, let's let's face it, man. The guy held a lot, but you know what? Hey, man, it, it's, it's tactics. It's, it's tactics, not, right? Yeah, it's not the referee's fault. Uh, I, I would have to give most of the credit to the uh, outstanding performance of uh, the opponent. The, the, the opponent came prepared. They trained to, hey, we're not going to let this guy bang us up out of there. And, uh, uh, you know, I have to give his his uh, his team uh, props. You know, they, they prepared him properly. The guy was moving. He didn't sit there and bang it out with D'Angelo because that would have been a terrible mistake. I believe, truthfully, that D'Angelo was in way better shape than uh, Garcia, uh, but D'Angelo, like what we talked about already, he was pacing himself unnecessarily. I know. Let, let me just verify uh, what you just said. I know he was. I know for a fact he was. So that you know, even more, even more reason. Go, motherfucker, go. <laughs> but it's easy, you know. It's easy on again on the outside looking in, man. But uh, yeah, I I don't take nothing from that kid. I'm a fan of that kid too, man. I like him. I like watching him fight. It's a, it's a difference. It's a different reason you watch him fight than you watch D'Lo fight. It's for it's for different appreciation, right? 
Like I'm, I'm, I'm be a sparring or uh, uh, boxing. I'm used to D-Lo coming. He's coming for your fucking ass, trying to get you right, and that's part of the fun of watching him fight. And then that that the uh, the Garcia kid is slick. Like I said, he's slick, and he and he'll take an angle and slide out that motherfucking shit. So it's a different type of. It's a completely different, which is why it made a great matchup too. Let's see what happens, you know. And every round, every round was competitive. Every yeah. round was close. Yeah, 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 yeah. I and I think I said that too. Look, uh, them, them, them fucking. When they was asking me my scores, I said, "But that first half of that fight, fuck, I ain't gonna argue with whoever you pick. You could, you could pick whoever the fuck you want. Is that competitive? And 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 it, it wasn't no lopsided ass shit. Now, now." I think after the knockdown, after the after the waiting and shit, I thought Erickson got in his groove and took the second half of the fight. Absolutely. Which is when D'Lo should have turned it up, not turned it down. I agree. Right. But again, hindsight, the kid's in there. He's he's trying to make adjustments. He's seeing things. He's not seeing certain things. Uh, was you, man, it seems like, and I know it's heartbreaking, man, when you have a fucking excellent camp, man, right? It sound like all three of y'all was firing on all cylinders, uh, you know. So, so, uh, D-Lo, D-Lo, how you felt, bro? I mean, I know it felt shitty, but when you get home, fuck, you watch the fight. Uh, did it? Did it? Did it make you say, "Hey, give me back in the fucking ring, man"? How did it make you feel, brother? Oh, I can't hear. Y'all can hear? Barely. Uh, I can't hear. Dear love, we can't hear you, baby. Talk? Say something? It's real low, bro. Did you turn it down or something? No. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, now we can. Now we can. Oh, this is great. Now I can't hear you. Can't hear? Just take you the microphone off. Take the microphone off and just talk on the radio on, on the regular phone. It's still low? Yeah, just no, talk on the regular phone. We can hear him now. Oh, okay. Okay. D, you good? I don't think he can hear us. Yeah, I'm going to just, uh, I'm going to have to listen in and then answer. You could, you can but, hear uh, us? You right can hear us? The, right after the, I don't think, you can right hear us? Fight. Say something, everybody. Yo. Yeah. You can hear us? Yeah, I just got to uh, get close. I'm all right, all right, go ahead. Technical difficulty. But, uh, yeah, right after the fight, it felt the worst after watching it and seeing that I, I, I really had a lot left in the gas tank and then watching it and seeing how much uh, I started trying to box instead of trying to go in and finish the job. Because uh, we we knew we had to uh, get a knockout. We knew he was going to be moving. We knew, you know, he was going to be a slick guy. But uh, he, was, he was a lot smarter than I thought, too, giving him credit. Uh, he, he don't... He don't allow you to get in, and he he attacks best when uh you know when an inside fighter is coming in on the inside and he hit that little maneuver like you said. But I'm you know, 
just knowing I could have done more is probably the worst part, but I feel like I learned a lot uh, at this camp that I can use and that's going to actually push me a lot further. What I'm hearing is what I'm hearing is exactly what I needed to hear. You understood that there was a technical aspect of, of, of adjustment that needed to be done or not do. And that's what a fighter should understand from a loss. You should feel like, okay, I could have did this better or that better. If you know that, then you know how to fix it. When a fighter right. don't understand that, it's basically when he's fucked. When when he when he goes back to the drawing board, and say I don't know what the fuck happened. Uh oh, we got a problem now. But if you could sit back and look at the fucking fight and go, okay, I did take off the gas. I did. I told Doc earlier today. I said, I said, Doc, I'm a very conservative trainer. Meaning, meaning I'm never happy with what's going on in that round, right? And if a round's close, yeah. in my mind we lost, right? In my mind we lost. And now everybody out here could say, what the fuck you talking about? Listen, that's how I do it, right? We lost this round. You got to go get this next one back. And then I go back and watch with my nerves. I said, oh, shit. Oh, we did good. We dominated that fight. But I, I'm, I'm, looking for, I'm looking for that perfection that, that we was building in the camp, right? I'm trying. We all building the right. camp saying, this is how we going to whoop this motherfucker or knock him out or whatever. So you expect that outcome. So I'm always conservative in the ring. And when I look back and I, I see we did well or we learned something, that's 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 the key, man. Because if you leave a fight, man, you know, and, and go, fuck, I made the mistake. Well, you could fix you. You could fix you. You can't fix that other motherfucker. If you leave a fight right. going, this motherfucker's just better than me. In every fucking way, I'm never gonna beat him. Well, that's a beat fighter, a fighter who goes, "Oh man, I did start waiting. I had, I had X amount in the tank. I had X amount in the tank. Yeah, motherfucker, we fucked up. He didn't do shit. We fucked up. Well, if right. we, if we fucked up, we can fix it, right? You get in the fucking gym, and I think that's that's the difference between guys who take a loss and keep ginning." And still become successful, become a world champion, all that. And the guys who don't, who's predicated on bullshit, get 14, 15 wins and lose, and then you never see them again, right? Because they, well, they shit probably was built on bullshit anyway. They just never fought nobody who's going to get in that ass and give them some resistance. So that's in Paris. I'm glad to hear that, bro. I'm glad to hear that's how you're looking at it. Nah, man, what the fuck happened? You know, I like to get on the chalkboard. What the fuck we did wrong, man? Because if we didn't do it, there's a problem, right? We can't fix right. it. But if we did it, we fucked up. We can fix that shit, man. Yeah, you can that adjust. Was, that was a winnable fight. That was um that that fight with the game plan. You know, that was a close competitive fight, and I think we could have pulled it off. You know, if, if we would have went out there and just mad and, and, and stayed with the game plan, but you know, different shit. You know, little little stuff. What he well, thought, how he like, felt on the tenth round, and you know, going ten rounds, but we should have won that fight. You know, what I mean, it, it, we give him credit, but he didn't do nothing spectacular that I didn't know that he was going to. He's done that every time I see him. He he moves around. He throw his little, you know, he throws a little combination. He tries to win the last ten seconds. 
smiles at the end. He gets cocky. He'll throw some real uh, punches, real clear punches, so the punch, so the judges can see it. And then, and then he tries to steal the rounds. So everything that he did, we know he was doing. You know, I mean, he was gonna do. Uh, you know, we we just didn't we just didn't do what we were supposed. We were, to, but. we were we were we were prepared for a fight. Right. It turned into a it, it turned yeah. into a boxing match. <laughs> you know, we were, were our our game plan was to pound him up out of there, and uh, we thought it was going to be a lot of in in close fighting. Uh, 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 D'Angelo was supposed to be D'Angelo, what, how he normally fights. We we discussed it. You know, we know you can box. This is not the time to try to show off your boxing skills. Let's bang him up out of there, you know. And well, I heard, Doc, I heard you say something a little earlier, man, that I, you know, fuck, bro. I, I, I couldn't agree more. You said, man, D'Angelo was supposed to punch this motherfucker in the shoulder and the fucking bicep in the arm. Everybody. Yes. Yes, yes. Yes. I got close. We got <laughs> broken up. So I, I, I hey, but guess my, what? Guess what? Switch my game plan. Right, and that's that's what you can't allow, right? Because every motherfucker fight got a ref in it. Some of them are competent. Some of them are incompetent. It's our job, meaning y'all job, to fucking adjust and deal with the fact that okay, so now I can't. Break his fucking arm, but I get one good shot on that motherfucker before that ref gets. You know right. what I'm saying? Being cognizant of that. Stay ready. Stay see, ready. Boxing see, TV. Watching, watching the fight. I said that's the that's the main thing that stood out. It's like it's such a it's an easy fix once I uh, get my legs working the right way. Get that little skip in, skip out real quick. My man. I, uh, uh, yeah. Mac from Stay Ready Boxing said, "Keys, you did a good job." Salute to you for giving us a great fight Saturday. That's uh Mac from Thank Stay you. Ready Boxing, man. Uh Thank you. Yeah, man. Uh I hey bro, I, I feel like if you listen, bro, and I told Doc this shit, man. There is no greater fighting. Man, look, boxing was perfected in 1937 when Joe Lewis started kicking people's ass. And I'm going to tell you something. Joe Lewis lost before he ever became heavyweight champion of the world, right? Joe Lewis right. went back to the fucking gym and said, I can't believe I let that motherfucker throw that right hand over my lead like that, man. And he fixed that shit and he destroyed him. And the motherfucker was a world champion for a decade. And that, that ain't going to never be fooled with. And so I say that to say this. Whenever kids lose, that can fight, right? I just want them to recognize, man, you better know, you better know the, the, the legacy of this thing. You better know that these great fucking fighters, man, faced these, felt like you, went home and said, fuck. You think Joe Lewis didn't feel like that when Schmeller knocked him the fuck out? I bet you he felt like he let down his mama and everybody else. But he went to yeah, that gym. Definitely. He went to that gym and said, okay, never again, motherfucker. <clears throat> Not you. Not you anyway. You ain't going to get me. And that's that's and I love fighters. To understand and make sure they understand it and fighting guys. And I'm not saying you need to hear that D-Lo from me or nothing, but I'm saying when good fighters, fighters who who, who fight, man, you going to shake that shit and get back in the mix, bro. You just got to make the adjustments and figure out what it is and, and, and get to the drawing board and do it, man. Because uh, I'm going to tell y'all this, man. I'm going to tell y'all this. Quentin publicly, man, on the fucking, on, on the commentary, bro. 
He said this to me in person, but he said it on the fucking mic. And you know, Bob is my dude. Aaron's my dude, right? This is my dudes over there at Maine, too. Just like y'all my dudes. And Quentin was telling me in the gym, man, fuck out of here, man. D-Lo's fitness murdered this dude. I said, I said, Q. I said, man, this kid can fight you, bro. Yeah, I know. I know he can fight. Watch. Watch. I said, okay. So the night of the show, before he got Jiffy, you know, Jiffy trains with Garcia. She was like, yeah. So uh, she, she asked Quentin on the mic, what's going to happen tonight? Quentin said, man, D'Angelo's going to smoke this fucking dude. I said, this thing is crazy, man. I said, he was so confident, but I'm going to tell you something. When this fight was made and I seen y'all do the face off at the baseball park, right? I was so excited about the fight when I heard about it. I, I was polling motherfuckers and everything that know y'all. And I'm going to tell y'all the truth, guys. I have no other reason except to, to tell you the truth. Man, this fight was like 50-50 to everybody. I got just as many people telling me that D-Lo was going to whoop Garcia as people who say Garcia was going to whoop D-Lo. And I, and I said that always makes for a great fight, man. Here we got two Houston boys, bro, that's fitting to go at it at home for a title. I said, man, I was so fucking excited for that. That's why I'm saying I didn't even see this shit with Doc. I didn't even see the shit, bro. I was looking at the fight, man. And I and, and to tell y'all the truth, I didn't pick because I didn't know, bro. I didn't know what the fuck was going to happen, man. And I couldn't gauge nobody. I couldn't gauge what was going. You know how if you if you had 100 people and 90 motherfuckers tell you this guy's going to win, okay, they know something. They know something. But everybody I asked had a different different opinion about this fight. Who, who you know, in Houston, people who've seen y'all fight, man. So, yeah. The drawing board, uh, get back, get right. What's the plan, man? Uh, what's the what's the new move? Did y'all even have time to talk about it yet? I mean, we only a fucking five days away. Not yet. Just just been relaxing. It's actually uh, my birthday today, so happy birthday, been brother! Chilling probably the rest of the week. Uh, probably be back in the gym sometime Monday, Tuesday next week. Doc, what, you what up? What up, though? You. Hey, bro, you full-time manager now? That's what you're doing? Or what? Well, I mean, I, I, I train when I can. You know, it's not fair. It's not fair. First of all, I, 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 I've been in this game for a very, very long time, and I know what I bring to the table, but I also know that this is a very, very serious business. And if you're, if you're not able to do it full-time, then it is time to not be selfish and pass it on to someone else. I love them too much. I love him like a son, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put in half the work because if you put in half the work, you're gonna get half. You know, we want 100. percent So um, I'm busy, man. I'm 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 running businesses. I'm in and out of town a lot and stuff like that. You know, uh, it, unfortunately, I wasn't able to put in the 100 percent like I really really wanted to. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to tell you something, man. We really, really, really can't prepare. Uh, that's why it showed. It showed I believe that. Yeah, I believe that. He got knocked down. He jumped right back up, fought that guy. The guy came in to kill. And I actually thought that D'Angelo won the next round because the guy, Garcia, had spent himself. He oh, he shook it off. You know, yeah. Uh, 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 D'Lo shook it off and came in that next round, and I thought he won that next round. But here's the deal. It didn't go our way. Um, all respect goes to Garcia and his team. Um, 
D'Angelo did not fight his best. It really, I mean, he was, he may have been in the best shape, but mentally, and it was our job. It was our job to make sure that he kept it together. And, right. And, uh, you know, and, you know, he, he was very hard on himself. You know, we've spoken about the fight multiple times before and after he watched the fight. And he's kicking himself because he knows what we went through and what we prepared for. And I'm going to tell you something, man. I agree with everything that Renee was telling him. I didn't have to do anything. Renee was telling him. Maybe Renee could have been a little bit more forceful like I am because I get in a motherfucking face and I'm like, God damn it, what the fuck is wrong? You where are you kicking? You know, but uh, 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 Renee learned on that as well. Like sometimes we were just talking. Renee and I, we were just talking about the, hey, G, maybe sometimes, man, like, you know, maybe I should have been a little bit more forceful. Maybe I should have, you know, uh, put a little fire underneath his ass. But look, D'Angelo, he didn't fight his fight and he still looked fabulous. And it was a fabulous fight. And we just came out <clears throat> on the wrong end. You know what I mean? We didn't come out, you know, with the W. And uh, I'm sure that he'll move on. He'll learn from this. He has learned from this. We all have. And uh, I'm sure that we'll, you know, do much better in the future. For sure, man. I was asking that because I didn't know if you if you had other fighters or you just folk at manage, management wise. Or uh, is just D Lo's the main? We've, he... we've, we've, uh, you know, Renee will tell you, uh, D'Angelo will tell you, man, I get, I get really good, uh, offers all the time. And, uh, in fact, I was just talking to Forrest. I told him, I'm gonna start picking up some, some, some more fighters. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my goal was to concentrate on him and to get him in this position. In fact, man, can you imagine the wonderful position we would have been in? Uh, winning this belt, you know, uh, before you know it, man, we would have been oh. fighting for the world title, yeah, yeah, that's a world ranking. As yeah. soon as you get it, that's, yeah. that's a world ranking, man. Oh, so, uh. so yeah, I'm getting ready to expand. We're, we're getting ready, you know, my money, my money is starting to get right again, and uh, I'm recovering from a lot of unfortunate things that have happened to me in the past, but uh, yeah, we can ready to make some plays, Renee. I know me, myself, brother, and I say this. I say this publicly to everybody, man. I learn something every time we perform, bro. And I've been training fighters 25 years now, bro. So I learn something every time. Uh, and 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 to what Doc was saying about the, the, the maybe you know hooting and hollering. I know me myself, I'm not that kind of coach, right? So right. so it. I think that I think that depends on the fighter, though. If the fighter. Yeah utilizes that that's what it takes to get him where you just gotta fill that fucking spot right? right but but uh what was the biggest what was the biggest learning experience you had with this fight as a trainer I think um maybe the the mental you know I, I went through it the whole next day man I almost couldn't sleep because I put, you know, we all put a lot into it. So, you know, I was thinking, where did we go wrong? And, you know, I, I noticed that little things make big differences. Just little tweaks could have got us there. So, you know, making adjustments on the fly. And, and, and I think the directions, you know, when I look back at the directions of good, maybe the delivery... It was a little whack. So basically, 
Uh oh, we lost him. Somebody called his phone. Watch, watch. He the only motherfucker didn't put the do not disturb on. Yes. What happened? You you got a call? Yeah. <laughs> See, you got a call. Who got a call? Oh, I thought you got I, a call. I didn't get a call. You just lost a signal. No, I didn't okay, get a go call. ahead. All right, go ahead. Lost it. But I, I, I thought, um, uh, you know, we, we, you know, I was trying to keep D-Lo. I noticed one thing in training camp. D-Lo, sometimes he likes to think. And we... Say it again. You cut out, brother. I said, uh, D-Lo, I noticed in camp, and I noticed sometimes D-Lo performs best when he's thinking, when he's clear-minded. And sometimes I need to bring him there. I, you know, when he's overly going too hard and 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 he's not being clear, I have to refresh, breathe, think, think, get your head, you know, think about what you're doing. I have to remind him, okay, see the whole picture, step back and think. So a lot of times I had to bring him back, you know, and I would bring him back in camp. And I've noticed that when I would do that to him, that he would perform better and he would do the rounds better and he would come out the ring and say, man, I needed that. I needed you to keep reminding me. I needed you to, uh, you know, so I wasn't trying to go too crazy on him. And now that I, you know, now I'm thinking as a coach, maybe I should have stepped it up and started, hey, you know, yelling and getting on his ass. Uh, But that's something that I need to kind of go, should I? Should I not? And, and, you know, so some D'Lo learned something here, and I learned also as a coach. I picked up on a couple of things, and um, and those are judges that you put your fighter, and then you go, "Hey, remember what happened last time? <laughs> you know, we're not doing that no more. We know that we're in shape. We know what we, you know, and it's something that you go through, and you got to go through that to get to the top. You know, I hate, I hate that. I hate that fucking buzz phrase, yo. That that new buzz. You know, every fucking couple of years, it's a new catchphrase, right? And I hate that motherfucking uh, trust the process shit everybody says, right? But when you getting in shape and you are in shape, you definitely got to trust that you in shape in a fight. You got to know, yeah. hey, motherfucker, you in shape, bro. Fight. You know what I'm saying? You got to fight. Trust that. you. We didn't do all that fucking work for nothing. You see what I'm saying? But... Again, again, you learn, you process, and you fucking make adjustments and 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 do better next time. But it all starts with, in my opinion, guys. The same way I just said, the fighter got to accept his responsibility for what he did. The trainer got to accept his responsibility because that's how you get better, right? Exactly. I, I, I listen, bro. I don't tell nobody. I don't tell nobody I'm the best this is that and the third. You know why? Because if you say something valuable, got that, taking that with me. Cause <laughs> this shit here, this is this this is this is like a uh fumble tackle, man. You know what I'm saying? There ain't no fucking courses and shit like these fake ass coaches that say they boxing coaches and they practicing on these fucking kids and the amateurs and shit. Motherfucker, you ain't no fucking training, you ain't got enough time in. Cause I'm sitting here telling you with my time, man, I ain't no fucking. I still learn every fucking time, yeah. bro. Right? Every fucking time I learn something, and 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 be it in the ring, be it in the boardroom, be it on the phone making a deal, I'm learning something all the fucking time. And I think that's, but it's important to know that so that you can get better 
as a trainer, manager, fighter, whatever the case you may be. If you come to that bitch saying, now I ain't talking about the shit you know. The shit you know, you know. You're supposed to say, I know that shit. But when you learn something and you pick up something, man, okay, this add this, add this to the to the house, man. Put that brick in the house, man, so we can fucking be better the next time. And that's imperative in order to grow, bro. That's the only way you get better, man. That's what, you know, in in Detroit, when I go down there with G, he knows all the coaches, all the old school old men, coaches, they've been there forever. And we we get to go to all the boxing uh, gyms. And, you know, them old coaches like to spit games. I shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, man. Shut, shut hey, up and listen, you know, I get excited and G and them, they're going over and I'm listening, you know, trying to just pick something up, you know, trying to get me back. Renee, you know? Renee, my Paul, my Paul, who and my uncle who, who, who built me, well, I was, this was his move. Say, boy, you can't learn nothing with your mouth moving. So I, I shut the fuck up. Like, I, I'm, I'm trying to suck this shit up, man. Because first of all, what opinion I'm going to give a 60-year 60, a 60 vet in the game who's proven, proven, proven. It's much more valuable to me to shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? And that's why, and that's why I tell people all the time, yeah, I got my time, man. And I ain't all that old. But I don't just op- I, I I don't just slide the fucking chair out for anybody either though. Even at my level, you know what I'm saying, motherfucker. I don't give you a seat at my fucking table. Who the fuck are you, man? And that's how I feel with the older guy. I'm like, ah, man. If they tell me anything, I'm I'm sucking it up, bro. Cause I I, I ain't trying to run that shit off at all, man. At all. These so guys are proven, one, man. One other one other thing though, and I know. Hey, look, we lost so. That shit sucks. Don't 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 get this shit twisted, okay? But I'm really oh, proud. Dude. I'm really proud of D'Angelo. He put he, on he put on the hell of a, he put on the hell of a fucking show, man. I'm talking about um, he came out better than he did going in. I mean, the, the motherfucker now he's he's an experienced fighter. He did the ten rounds. He know that he can do more. Oh, it's just. It's just a lateral movement. That's yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. We got to take a side step yeah, and figure yeah. something else. That's all. That's all. And, Listen. And he lost to a worthy opponent. I mean, you know, the guy's undefeated. He a bad motherfucker. I mean, you know, and look, D'Lo picked up stars, picked up ranking. I mean, and he's I a much feel like I'm going I'm to grow a lot from this side. Let me so. ask you this. Let me ask you this. Uh, Doc, Renee, this is for y'all, for y'all too. Uh, and let, and let, let our fighters just sit there and listen. Was he ever not trying to win that fight? Exactly. Boom. <laughs> Fighting man. Fighting man. Hey, this motherfucker wasn't never laying down and shit in the right. bed and trying was, not to it fucking was, it win. It was a very close fight. Yeah, he was never trying not to fucking win the fight, man. And guess what? I just told you. If Joe Lewis could lose, you think fucking D'Angelo Keys can't lose? You out your fucking mind? But is he going to grow from it like Joe Lewis? You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. And and I never seen man hell when the kid got hurt, I never seen him crawfish. He didn't get up and crawfish and be like, Oh, I don't want to fight. Nah, this motherfucker's banging back, bro. Hey, this motherfucker's gonna be straight. It's just it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a uh it's a uh backward step that you gotta sidestep now and, and figure out the next move. And, and believe you me, now's the time to switch the switch the game like this here. You gonna have motherfuckers who's out there 14, 15 and old 
who shouldn't be in a ring with a D'Angelo Keys, but watch the offers now. Right? Because they right. think. Because they think. So now you might even make a little a little coin too and, and position yourself and whooping these motherfuckers' ass, bro. This hey bro, this game, this game, bro. What you say, Renee? It's an expensive lesson, you know. You take yeah. that loss, but you gotta learn that shit. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, and and, and we learned it. And I th- I know D'Angelo goes ten rounds next time. He's gonna have no doubt. He could he can do fifteen, especially if we go through that kind of camp. So hey, this he, shit that's gonna be out the way. You know this what I mean? Shit, this shit ain't for everybody, bro. This is when you find out who is for. Right? right, it's our what they call them dogs, man. I don't know if y'all know about them dogs. I ain't never fight no dogs. I just know about fighting. <laughs> uh, you know them top dogs, them top dogs. Yeah, yeah. As long as he's winning, that bitch is a monster. He's biting everything in the world. Soon he got to fight from underneath a motherfucker though. That bitch a cur. He's gonna hop out that fucking uh uh, uh pit. And that's that's why I say this shit ain't for everybody, bro. You learn. I, we 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 know world champions. World champions, people thought was world beaters. Soon as they lost a fight, where they at? You don't see them no more because you know why they was on top. They was top. They was on top fighters. Nah, bro, this shit. This ain't for the this 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 shit ain't for the faint of heart, bro. And I'm telling you that uh uh D-Lo, we already know we all fan. I'm y'all y'all is trainers. I'm a fan. I know the kid's gonna be straight. You just gotta get back in the lab, make some adjustments. And figure out the path back. Because you got to get back to this in order to get to the next one, right? So you got to figure that path out, man. That's all. That's all. (laughs) Just just take work, bro. I was the biggest biggest, um, way of myself. I was Mm. in my own way, so... Watching that, it gave me all the reassurance. That's imperative, bro. That un... Damn, I like hearing that, man. Cause that's imperative, bro. That's a, that's that's what's gonna give you the ability to succeed and and do what you gotta do, man. I tell you what, guys. Uh, I appreciate y'all coming on through. If y'all got something else we want to say, man, let's get it out there. I know the answer. One thing, one thing that we didn't mention, man. I want to thank uh, Mike James. Joe, Forrest, Washington, of course. Hey, let me tell you something, man. Those guys gave us an opportunity, man. Yeah. Uh, next fight up. Next fight up. I mean, we have represented them uh, all over, you know. So, you know, we, we you know, so uh, I'm really grateful that they gave us an opportunity. I, I hey, man, those guys took a big-ass risk. And, uh, you know, I want to just let, you know, the world know, hey, these boys are coming, man. They're doing a great job, and I appreciate that. And El Tigre as well. I mean, you know, they they co-promoted the show. Right, so right. I definitely want to uh, say that. And, uh, you know, hats off to the winners, man. They did. They had a hell of a team, man. Like you said, Bobby, Aaron, and 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 all of the above. I mean, they main, main, main should be proud of that kid. He did a good job. Lecho, uh, Hollywood, all them boys, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. They got a hell of a squad, bro. They got a hell of a squad, man, and they did their thing that night. And yeah, uh, the the promotion was great. They pushed it. Uh, the fight was great. Again, uh, uh, this is just you can't like you said. He came out. He came out with something. You ain't left this motherfucker no suckers. You know what I'm saying? You left this motherfucker. All right, we know what to do. And that's what it is, man. And I'm gonna be excited to uh, see the first fight back, man. Especially if he's you know. 
here. I hope to be calling it and shit, man. And y'all already know, man. I fuck with all of y'all, bro. Soon we get another fight. Hit me up, man. Let's go live. Let's sell that shit. Let's tell everybody. You get some other fighters. I don't give a fuck, man. Let me know. Y'all got an open door, bro. The 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 carpet's out, bro. Anytime, man. Thank you for having us, brother. We're gonna make those adjustments. We're gonna come back stronger. I believe it, bro. I ain't selling wolf tickets, bro. I believe it, man. If y'all don't know nothing about me, I'm gonna tell you the fucking truth. Shit, I like when I hurt somebody's feelings anyway. I tell the truth. <laughs> I appreciate y'all, fellas. Man, that was some good stuff. West side. Right, West side. Go. I love it.